Yeah, definitely. Taylor, what have you what have you been doing um, with, a, with your broken foot? Uh, like, just like because your foot's broken, what have you been doing? Um, well, I can still put weight on it. Mm-hmm. I I have an air cast, so I'll I'll take my dog out because we don't have a yard, so I'll take her out to go poo. Funny story about that. Yesterday, um, I made dinner, so Kate was like, I'll take Molly out. Molly did her little doo-doo and then stepped in it, and it got, like, caked in her paw, and Kate didn't know that, and then brought her back inside. Molly jumped on her and put poop all over the couch and all over Kate's shirt. And then Molly, damn, she she could tell that we were like upset, and she just went and hid under the kitchen table because Aww. she smeared poop on her mommy. Yep. So then uh, we had to run a quick bath, and I let Kate do that part because I was like, "You took her out, you do it." <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Kate had to like dig her fingernails in there and pick all that poop out of her. Paw. Yeah, just get right in there. And then welcome, uh, welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where we talk about Taylor's dog stepping in poop. Yep. And other than that, I've just been playing video games and I get groceries and make dinner because Kate said if I'm off work, she expects gourmet meals. So I don't blame her. Y- yeah, you making some deconstructed lasagna and shit? Oh man, last <laughs> night I made a uh... deconstruct lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it up Dude, after it's cooked. You you see Master Chef? They always deconstruct everything. It's that's fucking... true. No, With last of night, oregano. Last night I made like a chickpea chicken biryani. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't know. It Some kind of like rice biryani. Dish. Yeah, it was super nice. good. And no. then uh, the other night I made a, another chicken pasta dish. It's all about chicken and pasta. Hell yeah. So Taylor's been making gourmet meals. Um, Dan, Dan, you're here. Um, you're sure am. You're keeping busy. You're you're grinding right now. You were telling me before we hit record. You're you've been grinding. Yeah, you know it. Um, I love it. I mean, I'm building houses. Um, you know, framing and shit. And then I'm playing lots of guitar. Like I'm trying to write a riff every single day, and you know, trying to just expand that. Um, me and my buddy are going to be starting a business soon, advertising business. I'm learning how to do copywriting, which is advertisement writing. And uh, yeah, it's it's a whole load of things that are going on all at once. I love it, man. I'm uh, I'm just trying to do 10 push-ups every morning. So hell yeah, that, that's a grind in itself. Yeah, I'm doing um, push-ups all day. All day. Uh, yeah, 10 here, 10 there. We're missing a Daryl. We're missing a beef tonight. Uh, Where's the I don't beef? Think- did I tell you, Taylor, why Daryl's not here? Uh, yeah, you said he has the flu. Yeah, so he called me today, and he sounds like shit, by the way. He calls me, and he says, yeah, I'm not going to make it tonight. And I was like, why? And he goes, I have the flu. I'm like, oh, like bad? And he goes, yeah, like he's like, I haven't eaten all day. He's had like some saltines, but he's just been throwing up and sick and whatever. So I said, I said, you know what? I'll, I'll allow it. And that's when I decided to, well, shortly after that, I decided we're going to change plans for tonight because we had a, we had an idea or we had a plan scheduled for tonight and we're going to change it up. So that'll end up being another night, I think. Yeah. Just push it on. Yeah. 
on to next week. But we have we have some plans. Dan, I heard no, was it Dan or it was Riley? Dan, did you? I told you we told you about uh, episode one hundred, right? Yeah, I, I heard one. I heard one or two things about it. Yeah. Okay. Good. What's the audience one hundred? Taylor, you know, I told you, didn't I? Wait, what? Is Daryl four years older than, or four years younger than his brother? Oh my god! Do you listen? <laughs> Are you? Do you listen to the podcast? I, I, I'm so confused. I swear, Daryl says that all the time. Oh, he's four years older. Four years. Four years younger. Um, I'm two years younger than Daryl. Taylor's a year younger than me. Not I'm even a full year. Dan, I don't even know how old you are, man. Yeah, I'm 31. Oh, decent. You're the youngest. I love it. I'm youngin'. You're the youngest. You're my brother's age, I think. 91? 91. (laughs) You're 91? 91, March. Yeah. Fucking 16th. Oh, fuck. You're like a month apart from my brother. Nailed it. Yeah, the day Um, before St. Paddy's. Oh, St. I always forget about St. Paddy's, and I'm I'm like a ginger, (laughs) and I always forget about it. That's your day. National Caesar Day, right? Yeah. National yeah. Caesar Day. Well, unless it's a place. Here's the thing. Caesars. I've come to learn this. There's places that make great Caesars. That's fantastic. I love a good Caesar. I don't really Truth. like paying like a whole bunch of money for a really good Caesar. But if it's like a really, really good Caesar, I'm down. But I don't like when they're like, oh, hey, tonight Caesars are on special. And I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Because anytime Caesars are on special, they put zero effort in. That It's it's a no give a fuck Caesar. It's the it's bare minimum. Burn. It's turn and burn. It's it's no love whatsoever. And you know what a Caesar no needs? Love. Caesars need love. Well, so, I, I, I just got into Caesars, so I I'm, so, I, I like the canned original Clamato. So, so you actually liked it this time? Uh, the second day, yeah. Uh, the like the first day you drank them, you didn't really like them, but you just pushed through. And then the, the second day, or are you talking like you yeah. use them as a hangover cure? No, I'm talking like the first day. Like Tam poured mine into a cup and I like sipped on it. And I was like, ah, this is just like drinking tomato soup. And I texted you and you were like, yeah, delicious vodka tomato soup. Mm -hmm. And I powered through it. And then the next day, my brother-in-law was like, first thing in the morning, he's like, Tate, do you want to go to the hot tub? I'm like, yep, let's go to the hot tub. And he brought two Caesars and he handed me one. And that one went down so smooth, and I yeah, it loved did. it. Right I on. loved it. I'm glad, because Caesars, I feel like people should, everybody should love a Caesars, unless you have a tomato allergy. Maybe that's why I like Caesars so much, is because I thought I had a tomato, tomato allergy. I'm sure we've discussed this before on the podcast. Um, I So I didn't have tomatoes or Caesars or anything until I was like mid-20s. And then I was like, oh, my God, my eyes have been opened. The veils have been removed. They're pulled back. <gasps> yeah. So Clouds I'm a big part, s- light coming down. Yeah. Big Caesar advocate. Um, big tomato juice advocate. I love yeah. salsa. Um, pizza sauce. You know, I've also gotten oh, into dude. shaving recently. Do you guys know that? Shaving? Yeah, I started shaving. Bruh, tell me about it's- shaving. It's the craziest thing. So you guys know, right, Taylor? Like, I never have a shaven face. No, you're normally, you usually have a, a mustache or scruff or anything. Of yeah. Sort. 
like actual clean shaven, I can probably count on one hand how many times I clean shaved my face in my entire 20s, like all the way from 20 to 30. I probably shaved more, less than five times. And now I've shaved five times in the last like week. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I'm, you know, it's, it feels good. It's a good morning routine, I'm taking care of myself. I'm, Squeaky you know, clean. You know, Get a little face wash in the morning, a little shave, nice, nice Dude, shower. Got let the mustache grow. Like Kate's uncle has the cleanest mustache, but also the cleanest face. Get that Lanny McDonald going. Yes. But I've done it. I've done it before. I can do the mustache. I can do yeah. the mustache. I can do the beard. I just, I'm enjoying the shave. All right. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Kent of Inglewood and get like a whole bunch of shaving gear. Like I'm going to get like mm. a nice razor. And yeah, some how shit. does the wife feel about it? She loves me no matter what. That's what she tells me. No, so. no, no. Oh, there you go. But, but the, the shaving part. <laughs> uh, I, it's over my head. I don't get it. No, like how does she feel about your face being? Because I mean, when Kate and I first met, she hated me growing my facial hair. Then I, we've been together a long time. Then I could grow a beard. And she was like, no, don't shave your beard. And now she's like, don't shave your beard because you look weird without a beard. Yes. Yeah. My, I I think I mentioned I, she loves me no matter what she said. Okay. So she likes my face in whatever condition hair wise that it's, that it is currently. I I was just asking like what her opinion was on the, on the topic. Oh, she, well, she, that's what she tells me. I ask her that. I'm like, what's better? I'm like, what What do you like? Because I actually really like the feeling of like a smooth, my my face being smooth. It's a nice change. Yeah, dog. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you feel? How do you feel about it? Do you think the smooth is nice? And she goes, I like it both. I like the beard. I like the mustache. I like the shaven face. It's fine. There I'm she like, goes. okay, that's a very vague answer, but I'll take it. That's like the politically correct, like sitting on the fence, like, you know what? Yeah. Just you do you sort of thing. It really, yeah, it really gives me no satisfaction whatsoever. She's really, she's really not actually answering my question. Uh, but I think she doesn't even realize that she just, it's her way of skipping, you know, skipping it out. Well, Hey, maybe you should join the, uh, join the alopecia world. Uh, I lost like tons and tons of my hair. So now I'm bald, no beard, uh, no hair anywhere, man. Just like sudden alopecia. Yeah, it was like in the middle of May, my hair started coming out in big clumps. And soon enough, I had to wear hats because you could see spots all over. And then I just said, you know, fuck it. And, you know, bick the whole thing. And then a couple months later, like my beard was like mostly gone. And I was like, holy shit. So then I took that off, too. And there you go. It's just a couple months and it's all gone. That's crazy, fuck, man. man. And, and alopecia is just the one where you're there. The hair won't grow. No, there's no lightening of your skin or pigmentation loss in your skin. Yeah, so alopecia is like a blanket term. There's a ton okay. of different, like any kind of hair loss is alopecia. And there is like, I can't remember the term. It starts with a V, but it is very similar to where you get like that, those white spotting on your skin where it does it, where it loses all pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that does happen. And like, actually a lot of the hair that I still have, like if I were to grow up my beard, it'd be very, you know, patchy and everything, but most of the color's gone. So um, the pigmentation left from a lot of my hair too. So whatever happened, it happened pretty quickly and it's pretty wild. That's nuts. Is it like, does it get brought on by anything? Did, did anybody tell you like, or did no you idea. look up like, is it is, well, is yeah. there like a cause for it? Or is it just like a hereditary could happen, might not happen? 
so alopecia can happen for many different reasons. It can be like vitamin dis- deficiencies. It could be, you know, some changes in your environment. Sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it is like genetic. I went to the doctor and here's like a testament to our banger. And I mean, straight up banger medical system. I go to the, I go to the doctor, right? I'm like, Hey man, like my hair is falling out. So he busts out the, um, the MacBook pro starts typing on it. Alopecia. He's looking at WebMD, and he's just like, okay, here's some steroids that you can rub on your head and we'll send you to a dermatologist and out the door I go. So I have absolutely no idea, dude. That's the worst. I had that experience. Unfortunately, like it's unfortunate that was an actual doctor that you're with, but I had a similar experience with a fucking pharmacist. I go in there for my niece got stung by a wasp or something. And so I went, I went right in the, ran to the store quick for some, uh, some Benadryl kids, Benadryl, just in case she had a reaction. And, uh, I was like, I said, there's no, there's no kids, um, Benadryl on the shelf. So I get a, I asked if they have any, they pull up a regular Benadryl one. They're like, yeah, it's just, uh, you can use this too. I said, okay, what's the dosage? And she just like started Googling. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I can Google it. Why are you wasting? It took her like 10 minutes. And I felt like I should just leave. But she had the actual Benadryl in her hand. So then she finally came over and was like, yeah, it should be this dosage, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. And then I left. And it just does not give you a good feeling. That's for sure. The entirety of like human knowledge that exists today. Well, not the entirety, but most of it's on the internet. And if you can research properly and not just go to WebMD, like you can learn. You'll you you probably know more than a lot of experts and like universities and shit. So it's, it's powerful, man. I'd say it's definitely like caught up. I feel like you're right. Like our, our internet is a hub of information. However, when it comes to doctors, I feel like they shouldn't be Googling stuff. No, they they probably shouldn't be going on WebMD being like, Hey, my patient is losing hair. Um, (laughs) Google it. What do I do now? Yeah. Oh, it says you might have cancer. Speaking of Googling it, um, Dan, you sent an article about... Transition. Yeah, a little segue. Um, You sent an article about uh, UAPs in Ukraine. UAPs, UFOs, you know it. Yeah, so I, I did a little research in myself, and there's been obviously like, you know, I've kept track of of the odd bit of information uh, that comes out periodically over the last however long. But um, this one seems to be, at least according to this gentleman that you follow, seems to be um, quite possibly going to happen. Yeah, it sounds like it. So uh, for all the kids out there that don't know what UAPs are, that's an unidentified aerial phenomena which is just a new term for UFO, right? Which is an unidentified flying object. Am I correct? Yeah, that is totally 100% bang on. Okay, I fucking nailed it. Taylor, did you know that UAP is now the correct term for UFO? Uh, No, I fully thought it was still UFO. You're you're further away from your microphone right now, aren't you? Sorry, I I thought it was UFO. He leans away from the mic when he breathes. (laughs) He's a mouth breather. Yo, that's a that's a deep take reference to Chocolate Rain YouTube back in the day. Somebody oh might get that reference, man. I hope so. Um, Dan, do you want to explain a little bit what's going on? What is speculated to be going on right now over Ukraine? Okay, so there's there's I mean, UFOs in general is a topic that can go on for hours. 
Now, specifically with uh, Ukraine, I think in uh, when did the invasion happen? Like February, March, April? I can't remember when, but sometime slightly after it, there was an article that came out that um, I guess uh, some UFOs, like lightning strikes, some uh, Russian tanks or something, and that went around for a little bit, and people were like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then uh, just recently, like, was it today, yesterday? Um, I found an, uh, there was another article that popped out that I guess um, Ukrainians were reporting UFOs whipping around Kiev. Uh, now, some people in the, uh, you know, in the comment section of the article right away were like, oh, it's just Russian drones or whatever. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of sightings of um of UFOs that have, you know, over the years come out and people have been talking about it more recently. They had a whole uh, thing in Cong- the U S Congress where they actually were talking with um, uh, the military. I can't remember what branch, maybe multiple branches. They're actually congressmen were asking questions about uh, UFOs uh, to the military and they were, you know, recanting store or, or talking about stories and that sort of stuff. So it's kind of like we're, we're at a point now where, it's less of a, you know, oh, are there aliens? And it's more like we know that there are things flying around in the sky that we can't identify. And sometimes even like uh, US, China and Russia are all like, we don't know what this is. And they're like the big three, right? So when none of them can really take responsibility for it, maybe one of them's being sneaky and it's technology we don't know about. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we're at the point where there's crazy, crazy shit flying around and we don't know what it is. Are there aliens in it? Um, we don't know, but that's kind of where we're at right now in terms of you know what we've seen. Yeah, or are they probes or yeah. what? But it seems like it's, uh, I don't know, call me crazy, but I feel like it's, the, I don't know about September, like the shit that you sent, the guy was like, it's going to be fucking September 20th. I'm like, I don't know about September 20th, but I feel like definitely within the next five years, there's going to be a completely changed opinion or i guess perception of what aliens mean to us over the next five years i I remember like this time like a year ago i i i sent our friend scotty a, a snapchat where there was like a light in the sky and i always would like give scotty a hard time because he he's all about ufos he's all about sasquatch and and I was just like, oh, look, there's a UFO right there. And we take Molly for a walk and then we come back and that light's gone. And then the next night I come back and like it's right there, like in the exact same spot. So you see like, it moving? I, uh, no, like it's like in the exact same spot. Like it's it's not like a star, like it disappears like it. So it's I don't like know, flickering like, kind of or like coming yeah, in and out. Yeah, it's or... like I, I take the dog for a walk and I come back and it's gone. And then the next night, it's right there at the same time. And then There's not gone. just like a cloud up there or something, right? Like no, It's obvious no, no, no. that it's like... Yeah, it's like a light right there. Is it... Is, there's not, it's not like a street light or anything? Okay, fuck off, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, this is a really, really big light in the sky. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, dude, right there are some people out there that are not smart. True. Like, obviously, I'm joking with Taylor, but there was a girl who came that were, used to work with uh, Parks when I worked for Parks in the city of Calgary. She showed us up to work one day, and I shit you not, 
she comes into the office door and she goes, have you guys noticed how bright the moon is this morning? And we were like, <laughs> what do you mean? She's like, come take a look. And we're all like kind of curious. So we're like, okay, why is she so hopped up on how bright the moon is this morning? What is this bitch talking about? Let's go see. So, so we go outside and it was like a cloudy day, like cloudy morning, whatever. But she points to the sun. <laughs> we're like, are you serious? She goes, yeah. Isn't that incredible? And we're like, that's the sun. And she goes, oh, oh, I'm so stupid. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, dude. She also uh, fucking had never eaten sunflower seeds before. I don't know if I've told this before on this oh, podcast. But either way. Yeah, you told me that one. Yeah, so she, she'd never eaten sunflower seeds before. And all of us at work, we're all eating sunflower seeds. We work outside. We work in parks. It's just kind of like, you know, whatever goes the territory yeah, spits. some spits so she starts trying them. she's like these are really good we're like awesome that's cool continue doing your job and then like like the next day or something she doesn't show up to work and then the following day she like does show up to work and we're like oh she's like were you not like you were sick or something she goes oh my god yeah i had to have my stomach pumped and we're like <laughs> we're like what and she goes yeah the sunflower the spits we're like, what were you allergic? And she goes, no, no, no. You're apparently you're supposed to spit out the 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 shells. Oh yeah. So she was just fucking crushing sunflower seeds and eating them whole just with the shell. Them. Just chewing them up and swallowing them, and she just apparently loved them, but ate so much Clearly that she had never to have her been fucking, to a ball game. Oh my god, she had to have her stomach pumped. That's wild. It's crazy. I've never met somebody like that. Anyways, yeah. So wild. Well, you know, a lot of people, um, when they say they've seen like uh, UFOs and things like that, um, when it's somebody on the ground looking up at the sky, normally it's kind of like a light. Sometimes they see it. A lot of people say they see like a Tic Tac shaped object that's uh, flying around. And usually the description of its movement is like it doesn't adhere to, you know, gravity and that sort of stuff. It has like this zero to um, like a thousand, like accelerations just like out of nowhere. It's whipping anywhere like like, you know, laws of physics doesn't exist. There's some crazy videos that you can see online. Like there's um, the temple in uh, Jerusalem or something like that. Uh, this light comes down right near like the, the peak of the tower, the, the little pointy thing on the top. And it's hovering there for like a couple seconds. And it just just fucks off into space like super quick. And it's nuts. And there's this, uh, there's other videos like in uh, Russia where there's like, there's this big like spiral of light in the sky. And it's like very obviously like not something that you would expect. It's not a plane doing some sort of trick or anything, right? It's a spiral of light. And then it kind of concentrates and it kind of blips out of nowhere and disappears. And it's like, what the fuck is that? And like, you have these like weird sort of recordings and, um, you know, sometimes when you're looking out there, you're just seeing a satellite, man. If you're seeing something moving and it looks a little weird, but, uh, you know, some people do say that, like, they see lights that are um, blinking or they'll disappear and they'll come back and that sort of thing. So from at least a ground perspective and not a military perspective, people flying around, there's tons of stories there. But, you know, just in, like, seeing lights in the sky, there's some weird shit going on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 100%. And, like, yeah, so there's this uh, group of people, and this one guy takes these people out on these, uh, I guess you'd call them pilgrimages or something. There's specific parts, uh, spaces in the world that um, 
apparently are more spiritually connected. Uh, now, just in a little aside, you can check out the Gateway Project. It's something that the CIA looked into. It's a certain um, it's a certain barrier of energy around the Earth that, like, apparently, if you can um, meditate and astral project to, you can like kind of like fly around the Earth or something. It's some wild stuff. It's some it's a CIA like document. Uh, you know, Google the Gateway Project. But in any case, uh, this guy um, somehow figured out that if he if he meditated and, you know, put his energy out into the universe in a certain way, aliens would show up. And sure enough, apparently, like this is the stories that you read, um, whether it's true or not, who knows, but people have tried to corroborate it at least. Like he would go out and everybody would meditate and then they would see like a light kind of fly by and like hover for a little bit and peace out. It's kind of like almost like a beacon and an alien pops by and says, oh, what's going on? It's like, oh, yeah, the monkeys are just hanging out and they, you know, fuck off because, you know what do we know right so um there's wild stories like that um that's kind of kind of crazy yeah i don't know if i i don't know how much i believe in the the energy um meditating and visualizing flying around the world thing but um i've definitely like seen a ton of videos and stuff on uh and even yeah just like watching the night sky sometimes you see some shit that doesn't make sense you you question it but like it's like bigfoot man you never see a fucking clear video and well that's not true there ha- there have been some clear videos more recently of some pretty bizarre shit um but yeah it's like big it's like bigfoot it's like uh, megalodons you know we knew megalodons obviously yeah. did exist but some people say they still exist and i think there's a good sh- there's a good chance they do exist cuz we still only have what like five to ten percent of the oceans four mapped bruh so like i i don't know like i don't know if i fully believe in aliens but i know that we're not alone you know what i mean like i hear that when you say when you say aliens do you mean like no other intelligent life aside from humans uh dolphins are pretty smart bruh yeah, dolphins aren't aliens, though. True. Dolphins um, are considered a protected. What was it? Something like no, anyways, they're sorry. they're a Continue. mammal. Yeah. No, I just, I just, um, I don't know. I I feel like if there's, like, I I'm not doubting that there's other life out there. It's just, uh, like extraterrestrial it, life. Yeah, but it's just been. For me, it's like uh, I sort of want like the hard proof, like an Independence Day doesn't cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Earth. (laughs) Fuck, man. Speaking of that, did I tell you guys like about Aaron's like, you know, how Aaron sometimes sends shit and then he just has like the perfect caption for it. Yeah. So when when Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars, he like instantly sent or i sent him a, a screenshot or something of it and his instant reaction was to send me the quote from independence day welcome to earth <laughs> <laughs> wow anyways it was right after he punched the alien i guess he had to be there um well how do you guys I, think like uh the pyramids like the mayans egyptians mesopotamians like all that sort of stuff how how like 
those pyramids line up perfectly with Orion's belt, minus like a certain degree that can be um, explained by the precession of the equinox, a little sway in the, the earth or whatever. Like, how do you build such precise, crazy shit way back in the day without some sort of help? Like, could it be also, aliens? You also, just said so I, many I, words that I don't know. <laughs> I totally agree with you, Dan. Um, my dad, my dad actually, Egypt, ancient Egypt is like a, is like a, I always, my ears perk up because my dad was like heavy, hardcore into like, uh, alien, uh, assistance in ancient Egypt, Egypt and all that shit. Um, they also had like detailed, um, mappings of like planets and shit. And yeah, like how the fuck do they have that? at a time where they don't even have like glasses, let alone telescopes, you know? I mean, it's, it's kind of wild. If you look at how like the Mayans and the Egyptians like learn stuff, apparently um, it's kind of like, if you looked at it as a graph, right. And going up on the, up on the, up on the graph is um, of like how much shit, you know, and going across the graph is like time. And it's not like you'd expect kind of like kind of a line going up and maybe little little spikes here and there when people learn shit. But apparently, if you uh, kind of look at the history of things, uh, both civilizations kind of, you know, a couple couple like a couple hundred years apart from each other. But they both kind of it's more like a staircase where all of a sudden they have these big leaps where they just learn a bunch of shit out of nowhere. Then they learn a bunch of shit out of nowhere. And it's um, it's it's almost as if, you know, um one big theory is um, the um, Anunnaki, I think that's how you say it, uh, put humans on Earth as an experiment. And they've been teaching humans things at various points in time, like, oh, hey, uh, Sir Isaac Newton, let's just tell you about this here. Um, these, you know, these theories and oh, hey, let's uh, um, let's roll up and teach uh teach hebrew to these these people hebrew is like a crazy ass language if you look into it it's uh it's like structured differently and everything and um it's kind of wild but like it's there is a theory that like aliens have kind of been teach like put humans on planet as an experiment and they've been like sending us like information here and there and saying oh hey here's here's some new info and then all of a sudden humans like learn some new crazy shit and you know stuff kind of goes like flying off from there it's, I don't know, just another fucking theory that people have about it. We're the ant farm. Yeah, alien ant farm. Oh, shit, boy. Yeah, um, timeline-wise, just like for that kind of like understanding and precise building, like you're talking about the pyramids, um, I just didn't know exactly when they were built, so I had to look it up. But um, roughly 4,500 years ago, so like between 20... Between 2550 BC to 2490 BC, it says. So, like, a long time ago. And, yeah, like you said, their alignment is perfect. Like, the precision of each blocks are incredibly precise. The uh, That was redundant. The, um, even, like, I saw some videos on, like, how they could, they could have, like, carved the stones. There, there are ways they could have carved the stones. But getting them in place, I don't know, man, it's beyond my my belief that that wasn't without assistance if you know what i mean that would have taken so long man bruh so long so taylor you kind of don't you're not like totally okay no i was just gonna say so what's this talk about 
an alien invasion on 2022. Yeah, you want me to pop off on that? Yeah, go off. off. Go off, Dan. Okay, so here I am just, I'm chilling on Twitter as I am, and I'm checking things out. And I run into this individual who's like saying some, like some pretty base stuff, some very interesting things. Um, I ran into him uh, around the time when the CERN, if if you don't know, there's this massive facility that's underneath um, uh, France and uh, what's the neighboring country? Ah, um, I'm going to Google Maps here just so I don't. Yeah, my, this. we don't have our we don't have our uh, geography uh, in Carol. Germany. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Come on, scroll out faster. Like I don't care about Kamloops. Um, shit. <laughs> So France and Switzerland, that's it. Yeah, so there's this massive um, what's called the Large Hadron Collider that's um, underground between France and Switzerland, and it's this massive particle accelerator. Now, people might remember it from a long time ago when they were looking for what was called the God particle, and um, it was uh, the Higgs boson or something like that. And the idea was they were going to fire these atoms um, at incredible, like accelerate them at incredible speeds, have them crash together and experiment. Some people thought it was going to open up a black hole and the whole, you know, earth was going to just get sucked in. Obviously didn't, we're still here, but this whole CERN project was opening up again and they were going to be, you know, firing, colliding some particles again at some crazy speeds. And this guy was going off on Twitter about, um, all this crazy sort of stuff about how it's going to open a portal and, you know, things are going to change from there on out. Um, aliens are going to be drawn to the earth. Um, he was saying some crazy stuff like the grays, like there's a certain, you, you know, the alien that everybody knows, the gray alien with the black eyes and stuff and the, you know, pointy chin. Big fucking eyes. Yeah. Skinny ass motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they call them the grays. And that's just kind of a term that they always have been using for these aliens. But this guy is suggesting that the Greys came a long, long ass time ago and fornicated with humans and basically um, uh, tainted the genome. And at some point, the Anunnaki, which are a different type of alien that put us on Earth for experiments, are going to come back and wipe out the so-called impure humans, humans with a, um, who have some of this uh, Grey alien DNA. Because, you know, you take... 23 and me and you can see you got like one percent african two percent cherokee you know 85 percent uh irish that sort of shit you'd have like maybe like a half percentage of like gray alien in in there or some shit unknown so, so this is wild and i'm thinking okay this is i'm thinking i'm following this guy just because this is so like this is some bussin sci-fi no cap and <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, this is definitely on the, and you're definitely on the Twitter lingo, eh? Oh, this is like that. That's like the Zoomer lingo, like Gen Z, man. I can keep uh, up though. I'm with there you. There you go. So then, all of a sudden, this guy starts making predictions, and it was like he was like, uh, in Washington, there's going to be a massive lightning strike. It's going to be devastating. Um, he says that there's going to be some monuments that um, are blown up basically on the same day. And sure enough, I think it was August eighth. Um, there was a massive lightning strike that like killed a bunch of people in Washington. Uh, the Georgia Guidestones got blown up. And on a side, for people to look up, if you don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, they showed up out of nowhere a long time ago. And uh, they're basically like, it's had all this crazy shit, like reduce the human population to um, like 500,000 people. Um, and like a whole bunch of other like crazy, like pr- prediction-y stuff. 
but that thing got like bombed and okay okay this is weird and then he says a bunch of european politicians are going to start um resigning all over europe and sure enough all over europe um like italy for example and i can't remember them off the top of my head but a lot of politicians start like piecing out and i'm like okay this guy might be onto something the queen um so the queen dude he posts some shits going down in 48 hours and the queen dies like it, it, like yeah 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 so so not only is he predicting things like a terrorist well like you could call it a terrorist attack or a bombing on those guide stones or the lightning strike in washington it's it's a natural phenomena and he he nails that um he says 48 hours he says get out of new york city and then New York City, they just um, there's a couple things happening there. They've got polio out of nowhere, um, but there's no more news out of it. They said polio's back and it's like a health emergency, but it's gone now. Um, they're also uh, Texas is sending all of their illegal immigrants to blue states, and they're going to be busing a whole ton of like um, illegal immigrants to New York City in particular. Um, and there's also uh, earlier this year, they had a public service announcement to basically uh, say this is what to do in the event of a nuclear strike. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on with New York City. And he said, get out of New York City. And this guy's been like nailing predictions. So you start to worry about it. Um, yeah, anytime you see something about New York City, you're just like, mm, maybe that's going to be real. Man, New York for a long time has been like, uh, fuck, I don't want to go there. Yeah, like um, I do. There's so much history and there's so much like there's so much to, sh- to shit to see there. But like, dude, I don't really want to go there right now. That's for sure. Yeah, it's wild. So getting to the alien thing, um, he posts uh, back in like March or something that uh, the um, there's going to be an alien invasion September, November, like September to November or something like that. Um, he also mentioned that uh, it was going to be blamed on the Russians. Now the it, now the UFOs um, that uh, Ukraine was reported seeing like yesterday or today or something, some people were saying, "Oh, it's the Russians" in the comments. So again, like he, he's he's kind of hitting this stuff on the head. And then where he does says, he see all this stuff? Though? This stuff, it, though, like um, he's he's purposely kind of vague with it. Sometimes he says it in dreams. Sometimes he says he's speaking to other world entities. Sometimes he says like um, when the queen died, people asked if he was like, a, like he was connected to the Royal family. And he said, I could neither confirm nor deny it. So he's being very vague about like how he's getting his information. So it's, you can speculate where it's coming from. And maybe this guy is just, somehow he's just you know lucking out but he never misses which is the wild thing um, so he's obviously anonymous yeah and he said um he's he also said it's at deja ru so d-e-j-a-r-u 22 um that's his twitter handle so go check him out um he has a right now he has a, a terminator as his um as his avatar and um in any case, he, he said specifically, um, me on September 20th, 22, and it's a photo of like an alien ship and a person kind of being abducted. So a lot of people are ex- are, are, are expecting that something's going to go down on the 20th, which is, you know, just five days away, um, almost four days now with, you know, where we're at in time. Um, this is being recorded on the 15th for those of you who don't know their production cycle. Um, <laughs> there you go, which is the day before usually. 
but yeah, so that's kind of like, that's the prediction. <laughs> that's a prediction <laughs> in, in particular um, that he's going with. And he's just been nailing, like every, every time he says something, it, it, it ends up being true. Um, so it's kind of hard to ignore, um, you know, the things that he predicts because, you know, it it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just very curious that he keeps nailing things. Well, it was yeah. like, uh, Norman Kurzweil. You know who that is? Norman Kurzweil rings a bell. He's like the big AI guy or like the tech guy. Like he predicted the internet before the internet. He predicted a bunch of stuff very accurately. Oh, yeah. He's quite quite a bit older now, but um, what was the? It was like a there. He, I think there's a documentary that he was a part of, or it was about him or something. Either way, he um, he predicts like um, technical uh, advancements, like in technology. So um, essentially, he thinks moving down the road that AI it won't be what we think it is from like the movie perspective of like aliens that can think for themselves and take over the world like skynet but like we'll be merging with technology and that ai as we know it will actually be just human beings with like tech advancements i guess i don't know but anyways he's kind of on the same lines where like i keep on i keep an eye on his shit because he's another one of those guys who gets a lot and then of things there's right the curious who predict everything that too Sometimes that's uh, sometimes that's false. Um, sometimes that's true. Um, like the uh, the scene of Trump coming down the escalator. They did that after Trump came down the escalator. But a lot of people said it was a prediction, but it wasn't. But they've done other oh. things. They've done other things where they have predicted. Um, they have put predictions in before that are legitimate and kind of wild. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised if people would have thought that that was a prediction too. But they have I, I, I read things. an article about the Simpsons and they were the the writers of the Simpsons were actually saying that they they were just going off like the trend of society when they wrote those episodes. Yeah, there's like um, an episode where I think Donald Trump was president before he actually was. And that was just kind of like, you know, a, it was a good guess if it was even a guess like. If you were predicting the future, would you say, yeah, we predict the future? Would you say, ah, you know, we are just taking a good stab at it and, you know, play coy? It depends on if you can make money money with it. Yeah, that's sports betting. Yo, you come out and say you can predict the future and you're legit about it. Like, there's probably some high up motherfuckers like the Rockefellers are going to come after you and you're going to be done. That's true. (laughs) That's why you got to go by GR22 on Twitter. Well, you said merging with AI, you know, Elon Musk was on um, Joe Rogan and he basically said like, that's how we survive is if we don't merge with AI, then AI is going to like see us as like useless. And at some point, you know, it's going to work against us. Whereas if we merge with AI, then AI will find us necessary and uh, to a degree and we'll be connected with it. So that's a way to kind of, we, you know, instead of, you know, we we instead of like dying, we join them so so to speak. So that's Create kind of a an symbiotic thing. relationship. Yeah, yeah. But how do, how do you feel personally, Dan? How do you feel about like the relationship with AI? Like, do you see like some kind of connection with us, or or do you think that we have to focus on them to go forward? 
Well, I mean, th- th- there's a couple of things about AI. For example, um, j- just think of it this way: like Neuralink is a thing that's coming, right? Like it's coming around the corner. They're they're testing that shit out. Neuralink is a chip that they put in your brain, and then like you can, um, you can uh, basically interact with like computer interfaces, so to speak, and you can interact with other people who have Neuralink. Now, with Neuralink um, specifically, that's a little Elon bit further Musk, off though, right from right now, though, right? True. Like the the right currently, I think Neuralink is essentially being tested for treatment of things like uh, vision problems and stroke yep. and stuff like that. Right. But the idea is eventually it's going to be like connecting us, so to speak, and it would connect you yep. with uh, the internet. Now, Elon Musk and his company is thinking about it, you know, us being able to download information as well as control stuff. Whereas Mark Zuckerberg and his technology is focused on um, like, he thinks like the, the practical application is being able to control computers but not necessarily download information so zuck has a different view on the whole thing but um it's kind of like you gotta think of it like this if do you see do you ever see somebody with a like a flip phone these days what's a flip phone no but yes because apparently samsung's are coming out or some phone is now a flip phone again well I've got a, anyway. I've got one of those folding. I have a folding cell phone. It's a Samsung Galaxy Flip Three, but I mean like the old school, like you know, cell phones, just a flip phone. Like you don't see that shit anymore. And if you do, no. you're like, what the fuck? I think they're, everyone I has a smartphone. Think they're a right? drug dealer. Yeah, better call Saul. They're just buying <laughs> buying phones. Yeah, it's my burner, bro. Yeah. So imagine what walking down the, the street. NHL? What? It's your your black phone. You're in the NHL. That's your black phone. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah, dude's yeah, do that dude. Shit. That's my that's, that's my blueberry. <laughs> Blackberry, Blackberry. <laughs> shit, I got I five know. Blackberries, and I'm trading the storm on fucking trade deadline, dude. Um, but no, it's like you're walking around the street and you see somebody without Neuralink, and it's the same thing as somebody who doesn't have a fucking you know s- smartphone. And you're thinking, like, who's this ape? Who's this, like, fucking Neanderthal, right? So there's going to be a point where it's kind of, like, you know, socially unacceptable to not have this sort of technology. So you're looking at it from that that perspective. It's kind of like there's going to be such a huge social pressure just to have it. And, like, that relationship, um, like, I I personally feel incredibly uneasy about it, but I feel like – it's something that's going to be very difficult to dodge and ignore. And um, I think it opens up like a completely new, like the internet's already changed humans for um, there's no going back and it's completely changed uh, human um, interaction and, you know, how we navigate this world and you can no longer, you know, save your money, buy a house, save for retirement. It's like the old way of doing things. Now you, it's attention economy. You make money by running ads on TikTok and you make money by, you know, selling stuff to people, selling people courses on how to get good at um, butterfly knifing and all that sort of stuff, doing tricks and um, how to cook better. And like the, the economy's changed because of the internet. And when you get AI involved, like it's, it, it's we're going to take another leap and the world's going to be indistinguishable um, it, as soon as AI is like kind of becomes generally adopted, it's going to be completely different. And I think whether you like it or not, it's just going to be, um, it's going to be what it is. And 
I feel I don't I don't feel good about it. Like I don't like the idea of having to merge with um, technology, and I think AI does pose a lot of like scary sort of implications. But it's uh, I think it's an inevitability, and I think it's something that um, is going to be like wildly like widely accepted um, when it's ready to be rolled out to the masses. I don't I know if that answers your question, but yeah. I think it's I think it's a good analogy with the flip phone thing. It's kind of like like smartphones now, right? Like if you don't have a smartphone, people like our our society now is like basically demands that you are able to get back to people like immediately or respond to emails when you're on the go or whatever. Um, it's going to be kind of the, I agree. It's going to become kind of the same thing where if you're not merged with technology, you're going to be seen as like what you're, you know, 60 something year old at, coworker at work right now is telling you, I don't remember my password login for my computer, my email computer at work. And you're like, dude, are you slow? Yeah. Not to be insensitive, but you know, so on, like, a, on you, one last note, that, like the, 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 sorry, I know last note. Um, <clears throat> oh, good. So do you think that like on that note, what Isaac was just saying, do you think that like the aliens, cause I like, I don't know where I stand on aliens. Okay. Uh, um, but like, do you think like with all that, if we forget our password, our flip phones, everything, you think the aliens know everything? Like they'll, they'll know all that shit. Like they're like, are you saying like, do you think aliens will um, be aware of our technology or think it's foreign? Like, is that kind of like the question you're having? No, like the, like, uh, I guess. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll be aware of our technology. Obviously. Wow. Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking it to myself, what I just said. Yeah, well, of course they know. You'd think so, but um, you got to look at it from a couple perspectives. Like, um, there's a lot of questions about what are aliens. Um, I mean, uh, th- there is the idea that we've never interacted with aliens because there's this galactic federation. And until we have the one world government where everybody is like operating and we're not like blowing each other up anymore, then they're going to like accept us into this galactic federation and be like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, there's tons of other planets and other beings and shit and welcome to it. But we're like still fighting each other and we're so unstable that they don't want to reveal themselves. Cause then, you know, some like Iran's going to shoot like a nuke at them or something and they're going to freak out. But if we have one world government, then everybody's going to be like together. Um, there's ideas that aliens are coming by and they're like, oh, there's this planet Earth. Let's go check it out. Oh, weird. What the hell are they doing there? Oh, what's that? Oh, they're playing. What, what the fuck's hockey? Like, what are they doing? Like, they, it's they're, possible that they're. They're using they're combustion up. engines. What the fuck is this shit? Exactly. They're like, whoa, that's interesting technology. I've never seen it before. So it's possible that they're stopping by and they're checking us out and they don't really know what we're doing. Like, Oh, they're they- using gas engines to charge their electric vehicles? Crazy. They're burning coal to to charge batteries that they mine out of Africa by slaves? To cre- yeah, to create clean energy. Yay. Oh, weird. So there's that theory. There's... Uh, now there's another theory that aliens are already here. Um, you mentioned earlier that we've only ex- we only really know what's going on in a very small percentage of the ocean. 
when they had the congressional hearings where they were taught or hearings, but they had that um, when Congress was talking aliens um, and they asked uh, some of the military experts, what about uh, unidentified submarine objects? Or I can't remember exactly what they called it, but it was like unidentified, like shit in the water. Mm -hmm. They said, we can't talk about that. Next question. (laughs) Yeah. So like, that's the thing. I'm fascinated with the ocean and it's also the mo- one of the most terrifying things. We actually as like our as far as I know, our scientists and our and our our researchers own, know more about space than we actually do about our own ocean. Especially like, you know, what's in the ocean. Like there's we're still discovering like species of fish like every day. Different species of this, whatever different plant life or ocean life. It's kind of surprising and kind of shocking that we have a better idea of what's going on in space than we do in our own ocean. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in the least about some crazy ideas about what, what might be down there. Well, what they call their crafts is uh, transmedium vessels. So transmedium. So medium is like something you move through, like oxygen's a medium, excuse Air me, water's water. a medium yeah. space. So it's the idea of these, they've seen this um, liquid hot these- magma. <laughs> these these um these these pilots um these air force pilots and their f whatever's like ripping around in their jets they've seen like they've seen ufos they've talked about them flying around and stuff but some of the crazy stuff is they see these ufos like just diving down into the water and they're like heading into the water it's like what the fuck are they doing down there um there's uh you know or they rip off into space right so these these craft that they're piloting can go through different um different mediums or whatever and there's like this big question that maybe the aliens are already here and they're just chilling underwater and we don't know like what's at the bottom of mariana's trench we don't know it's so deep that like all of our shit like the pressure is too crazy so technology sucks for going underwater yeah so oh is that down there the deepest ocean i think Uh, mariana's trenches oh was that a band it is isn't it a part Yes, I had an ex-girlfriend in high school that loved them, and I thought they were really dumb. But oh, the worst. <laughs> I would turn the radio off whenever I heard that band. Taylor's talking about his band called The Deepest Ocean that he used to be in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. <laughs> no, um, dude. I, I drummed. It was pretty cool. We, uh, you dram? I, I dram. We, uh, on that note, can I just ask you guys one question? We toured. Bust it. Um, have you guys seen Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes? I haven't. I have okay. not. Well, there's a scene in that movie. I think Sandra yeah. Bullock's in that movie as well. And there's a scene in that movie where Sylvester Stallone basically get. I think he gets like preserved for a certain amount of years or he travels in time somehow. And when he comes to, he's in like the future where all this shit is going on, where there's like no crime. And Wesley Snipes is this like crazy murderer. And he goes to this like human society where there's like zero crime. So they don't even need cops or the cops they do have are like not trained at all. And then Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone show up and Sylvester Stallone's a cop and he's chasing Snipes and Snipes is just fucking dominating people because he's a real criminal from like that, that time, whatever that was like the nineties. Yeah. Anyways, um, long story long. There is a scene where Stallone thinks he's going to start him and Bullock are going to get down and she like sets the mood. She's got some, you know, the lighting. And then she like gives him this like earpiece or this head headset thing. Essentially it's like 
what you could imagine as like Neuralink, and they connect via brain waves oh, and shit. they have sex in their minds and it's like mind-boggling for uh sylvester stallone and uh anytime i, I think of Neuralink, that's all i think of i think of would. people just having sex all day with people in their minds <laughs> oh yeah that <laughs> oh there'd be so like 100 like, percent, dude on, only fans with Neuralink, bruh <laughs> yeah. tip tip a hundred dollars and you can tap into my fucking pleasure network like jesus christ yo you think bitches are getting paid now oh my god <laughs> yeah. how many bitcoin for this vagina feeling Vigit. all right what's the code word today boys oh Ooh. shit we're ending on that okay um yeah. it's we're we're an hour in i'm gonna call it yep uh taylor's gonna be the code word guy today because he's uh do it up he's a good code word guy um Kraken, I, you fucking would. Kraken, you would. It's Kraken. Yeah. Well, the you, you're what's, talking the Kraken, right? Bro? As in, we're, as in the the team. We're we're crackheads. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining me this evening. Um, no, thank you for having all me. of our all of our Thanks thoughts and good vibes. Us are to Daryl to Daryl's poor butthole and toilet and porcelain and, and, and stomach. Hope he's feeling, hopefully he's feeling better tomorrow. Um, yeah, Dan, appreciate it. Taylor. Yeah. Thank you. You're going to be here anyways, but Thanks I appreciate you still. Me. I got a bonus code word. It's extra dimensional beings. Go look that shit up. There you oh, go. Buddy. I'm into it. I'm going to go look That's that up. That's way right better. Now. Why'd you, why didn't you ask him? <laughs> okay. You guys have a good <laughs> night. Ciao. Hey. Watch you while you're sleeping Outside your window he'll be creeping Dizzy's gone insane That fucking asshole man He's playing games, running train On your fucking brain I pick the microphone up in my hand With these dreams in my eyes and these hopes in my head And I hope that my lonely self will understand